AJ. AJ. <laughs> what up, yeah? Does this bust make, make you feel, feel good? good? Busting makes everyone feel good. Busting makes, makes me feel good. good. Especially when it's a spooky ghost. Spooky. spooky. Yeah, you get ectoplasm everywhere. Cakes, hello, Gabriel 004. Um, yes, this is your brain on drugs, Jamie. Yeah. Right. All right, well, I just did something. I don't know what I did. Um, so hopefully, guys, let me know. Uh, Fixed. Yes. All right. Aww. Cue the Brian. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I mean, we're doing it, so it has to be one of those days at that time. Uh, although, I gotta say, it's way darker than usual, which is pretty cool, man, because that's kind of my speed. Uh, and real, real quick, um, <laughs> listen, serial killer, I'm coming for you later. Give me a second. Um, I just want to say it's, it's great to be back. Uh, it was. It was. I needed a week off. I took a week off, and uh, and I'm back. And, and uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody. You guys were really, really uh, positive and receptive during the gravitational stream. Uh, stream. So uh, thanks for the thanks for the warm welcome. I love you guys. Um, my name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR without Pearl. And this guy to my right couldn't do it without him. And, and but in fact, he obviously can do it without me. AJ from the Underground PSVR Underground. I might still have some echoey-ness going on here. Luke, I am your father. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll try. And then, and then we'll, we'll cue the AJ as soon as you tell me. Yeah, I, I hit another button. We'll see what happens. <laughs> what is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday. <laughs> Somebody's, hold on, I got to say this real quick. Gabriel asked me, he said, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh... What is up, guys? Happy Monday. And I know Mondays usually suck, but we are here to make your Monday suck just a little bit less. Indeed, guys. Um, and a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, I've got my fingers crossed, man, that, uh, that, 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 <laughs> that this isn't too bad uh, because I have, I have no idea what to say at this point. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure uh, you guys... Uh, join our Discord. Click the link in the description. That's where we're doing all of our giveaways these days. That's where all the multiplayer meetups are happening, uh, and that's where everybody fucking hangs out. These conversations happen all the time. Uh, so make sure you hang out with us over there. Uh, that's the really like the last vestige of community stuff we have going on. Uh, you know, you can we can hang out and talk in the comments, but eh, really like Discord. If you send me a private message somewhere, I'm probably not going to answer it. I probably just don't have you know the resources or, or the attention span to like go look at Facebook and go look at my Twitter DMs and go look at emails. Um, but if, if you hit me up like fucking right there on Discord, man, we can, uh, I'm always there. Uh, Loopy the GameCat with the two euros says, AJ sounds metal, which I, I don't think is a bad thing. I love, I love all these fucking lines that they're feeding me to say with a little bit of echo. I mean, it sounds like it's fixed, but just in case it isn't, now batting Mike Piazza 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Um, we also have a, uh, I believe it's a $5 tip from Jeppy Condal from way before the show started. So thank you very much, guys. We appreciate the support uh, for the channel and I uh, appreciate you guys being here. Good stuff. <sighs> AJ, we haven't done this in, in an official manner in a little while. So we've got, uh, we've got quite a few things. I think we need to get caught up on a lot of different uh, news stories uh, from the past week. I would say that it's been relatively slow, but uh, but when you take a week off, suddenly to get caught up, there's a pretty action-packed show. Uh, so I was wondering if before all of the all the news stories that we want to talk about, I was wondering if you wanted to hit up a little viewer takeover question, you know, just to push off all the news stories uh, and and talk about confuse a game cat's question for over on Discord. Remember, if you want to leave a viewer takeover question. Just go to Discord and leave in the hashtag viewer takeover channel. Here at hashtag viewer takeover. Do you think with Sony going down a haptics route, i.e. adaptive triggers, advanced rumble in both the controllers and the headset, that we are likely to see haptic vests and the likes developed by Sony? Imagine an RE7 remaster with orbs and body haptics. Mm. Mm. Yes. Well, I think <clears throat> I think they uh Definitely like to explore accessories once, and, and haptics are another opportunity for them. And right now, there's a lot of haptic vest stuff that seems pretty cool. Um, but there isn't like a consumer friendly one. It's all like $500, $700. It's for the real nerds out there that, uh, you know, are into that. And uh, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I, would, I would be down with it too, uh, but, but I don't do, you know, I don't have a PC set up. Uh, right now, so. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, but yeah, hold man. On. Check, 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 check. Give me a check, check, check. Check, check, Mike. Check. Dude, I think we're fixed, and I'm sorry because okay. I saw some <laughs> really cool comments. <laughs> People wanted to say right? different things. Oh man, I was. I know, man. There were so many great suggestions. Love you guys. Yes. Uh, but yeah, man, it is fixed. a great opportunity for accessories uh, potentially. You know, we think that there's going to be an AIM controller, another AIM controller in the future. You think so? Um, but yeah, I don't yeah, think I so. think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think I think the I think the new orbs that we're getting for PSVR two will be so good that we'll be happy to put our both of our hands on it, and then there'll be some. You've seen like the PVC piping garbage that connects Quest controllers or, or index controllers, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, look at this yeah. big monstrosity. I feel like we're just going to get a monstrosity of like PVC piping that'll cost like. 15 bucks and we just go chunk chunk and we put our orbs right on there well um i i'd be down with one if they included some new like technology into it some haptics and whatnot uh but but you know that's i digress here that we're talking about haptics uh like haptic vest i mean if it were up to me yeah give me the full you know i've never there's always these these like couple kinds of people that love vr there's people that love um like that really want like the full ready player one experience i'm not really all with that uh they want like the omnidirectional treadmill and stuff and and i really i like it's not my it's not for me that being said i would take like a full wetsuit uh <laughs> that does like haptics everywhere everywhere um Whoa. and uh, i think that'd be really cool i i think that is one of the i think sony's gonna try and add they've said themselves that they are exploring as many things to make uh, this technology, this gaming experience more immersive. And so I'll leave that to your beautiful little imaginations. Bro, you got my imag my beautiful little imagination going crazy. Cause, <laughs> cause uh, I, I don't, I don't want to put anything else on. Like, I mean, when I'm playing, if I don't have a camera on me, I'm in my box of shorts, right? Sorry to ruin the image, but like I, when I'm playing VR games, I, it's warm, man. It's it's usually warm, and if it's not warm outside, then like the, the heat's on inside. And like if I'm moving all around, I'm gonna be sweating. I don't want to be wearing, you know, I don't want to be wearing, uh, you know, jeans and and, and and a long sleeve shirt and anything else. And then on top of that, like why if I'm not wearing even that, why would I want to put like a full vest on on top of that? It's just like it's one more step between me and VR. What I want is simplicity, right? That's one of the things I've always championed the quest about, saying you, you put it on, boom, it's, it starts right up. You don't have to, like, you know, assign the controllers to different profiles and, and go through all the steps and, and, and say, yes, I agree that I promise not to punch my cat when I play. You know, it's, it's, it's so simple. And so I don't want 
anything else that keeps things from being simple. Now, yeah. that being said, if we could have a cool ass dating sim, <laughs> my imagination <laughs> that's is going that's crazy. on the that's on the software side. Um, like haptics, accessories wise, yeah, I think you know I, I'm totally with you. I like just like I like to be able to just put the headset on, you know, turn my controllers on and start playing. And um, I think this tech that's already going to be in the headset is going to be a big jump from what we've experienced this first gen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, there there could be some things that come out. The important part is that if these items do come out, items like vests, items like another aim controller, if these do happen, there has to be support for them or else it's going to be, you know, oh, that's cool, but I can only use it with one or two games, and so it's not worth the purchase, Uh, which we've seen happen a lot. I think they have enough for them right now to, you know, with the headset, with the new orbs, um, controllers, and then with the PS5, and then, you know, the games, I think that's the main focus for a while. And that's going to get us by. Think of all the the games that we still have yet and games and experiences that we have yet to had have had uh, so far. So there's still there's still a lot of time left um, before we uh, before we get around to that point, I think. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, and before we move on to our next topic, we got uncertainty principled Pavlov ignoring science cat with the five dollar tip says love you brian and aj the dynamic duo back again i now know what button tornado pushed you know it's funny i was talking to josh on discord voice (laughs) chat and we were talking and i was like i'm like can you still hear me and he said yeah i was like because tornado walked across my mixing board and 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 pushed the button i heard it click and i was like oh crap what did she push luckily that wasn't it we also get cerebral frost with a five (laughs) dollar tip what's up dan says brian looking good missed your face oh thank you appreciate it all right, man. Uh, well, one of the uh, one of the cool things we we're looking forward to uh, hearing about over this past week was uh, developer M Theory and Oddboy uh, finally giving us a release date for Wanderer. And lucky for us, they finally did. Are you happy with the January twenty seventh release date? Yes, I'm definitely happy with that because November through January, and sometimes even further than that are usually the slowest time for releases. Mm. And so I'm just happy to be getting a game that looks pretty high-tier quality. Uh, and it's coming out January 27th with the physical January 28th. That's awesome. I love when, I love when Perp kind of like finally like lines up the stars and, and makes sure that the game that they're putting out on physical is coming out on physical somewhere near the digital release date. I, I can only imagine how many sales they lose by you know, delaying the physical release by three months. And, and I know that they wouldn't do that intentionally. Yeah. It's just something they, I'm sure they have to do for, for one reason or another, but uh, I'm 100% with you, man. This game looks great. And I think we're really going to need something in January. I think a lot of these games, um, We've got a lot of games coming out in November and December, uh, some which we're still waiting to hear release dates on. Uh, and I'm sure some will slip to January, which which will be nice. I think this is one of the few things that COVID did. Uh, I was going to say that COVID did well, but <laughs> COVID sort of gave us a dry spell um, prior to all of this. And because of that dry spell, everything sort of got pushed uh, way further yeah. into the distance in in some things kind of you know fell into cool release get, uh, patterns and some things sort of fell way off s- traditional release patterns and so having something at the end of january is is very uh i say very unlike sony because i feel like for a couple of years I, I used to wake up every day for um like every the first three weeks of january and, and check the store and be like, wow, they haven't updated anything. It's almost like the entire company takes the month off. Um, so I'm, right. I'm wondering Which if this is do. because of I that. I mean, in December. In, in December, yeah. I mean, it's the holidays. People like to be with their family. And, you know, that includes the people that work at Sony. Um, so usually things are, like, really quiet. But a month. Right now, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, this year, this this little time stretch that we have between now and and quarter one, 2022, uh, it's going to be a little bit different, I think, because usually this is like, okay, we get to sit here and be depressed without games and waiting on stuff. And now 
we have not only a couple games releasing, but we are also still waiting for the PSVR 2 announcement uh, and showcase. And so that's going to really change uh, things. It's going to, you know, should that happen, which it seems very likely, uh, it's going to be a very exciting holiday for us, actually. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that, um, I think, I think that, you know, when, when Sony revealed those, the orbs back in February, uh, which was also simultaneously when they said, Hey, by the way, PSVR two is a real thing. Uh, they confirmed that, uh, it restored everybody's faith in PlayStation VR and it made everybody excited to be play PlayStation VR one games again. Um, and I think, (laughs) <laughs> it's it's been a strange year waiting to hear more about PlayStation VR 2. And so if they're able to do this yet again in December and say, hey, guys, we just want you to be really excited for this thing that's coming up. And 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 if it somehow yet again restores people's excitement about PSVR 1 just by just by association uh, and saying, you know, hey, we you still got this game and this game and this game and this game left to go while we wait for PSVR 2. Uh, you know, I think Wander is going to slide right in there and, and be be the absolute perfect game for this as long as uh it comes through man this game makes me so nervous because it looks so polished and there's so much gameplay variety that i'm like i'm not that familiar with m theory or Oddboy. i was like how what are their capabilities i I usually say this about horror games right i just say i don't know what they're capable of and that scares me right i'm on i'm all tense because i'm playing a horror game i don't i don't know what the developers are capable of but i'm scared right now for a whole different reason I'm scared right now because I'm like, I don't know what you're capable of. Are you just good at making pretty graphics? <laughs> or do you know how to right. make a fun game too? Because the right. fun part, like, dude, I feel like all the games I've played lately are just not fun. It's like they, they, they missed that part of the formula. And so I'm wondering if M-Theory and Oddboy know what it takes to kind of buck that recent trend. I think it just is going to take a good story. Um, it looks fun. It looks interactive. Uh, it looks very interesting. It looks gorgeous. Uh but I think it I think it could really be something special if it nails the story, and I hope it does. Uh, and yeah, in regards to you saying sometimes they look good, but they're like you know not fun. Um, you you tend to see that a lot because it's like it's like these people, this team, you can kind of tell. Uh, you can kind of tell that hey, these people are really good in the visual department, but not there. But they know nothing about playing games or gameplay or game design. And then there's other things where it's like. There's these amazing gameplay, fun gameplay, fun game design, and then they look like crap. So it's all it's you know that's that's what makes it fun is you never know. And sometimes the the teams that can get it all to come together are the ones that you know end up on top. Yeah, yeah. I do feel I do feel like recently somebody somebody forgot like just I don't know like I I feel like I feel like everything was even bad games were fun to a degree. And then recently, like, I don't know, like even, even more polished games seem to have trouble like nailing that fun factor. And I, and I think there's an element of COVID again, uh, striking here because if, if you all of your team isn't in one room and you don't get to bounce ideas off of each other, maybe as easily as you used to be able to, uh, it's, I think that I don't know if I'm giving that excuse anymore because you can not release the game. You can delay the game. You don't have to release a broken game. Oh, there's nothing totally. You know what I mean? So I don't really give that pass anymore. If the game comes out and has issues, then that's on them. Right. <laughs> I mean, and that, and that's 100% true for bugs or or glitches or 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 anything else. But when it comes to just like downright fun factor, I think that's like a core gameplay design element where you might you know, in time of COVID, when like you get a bunch of people like sort of in the same room and, and, and passing the headset around and, and bouncing ideas off of each other and saying, oh, wouldn't it be better if we did this or this or this? I think COVID slows that communication down dramatically. And so there's something about the fun factor that's just like maybe not inherently there. And you can almost see games that were developed during the time of COVID that that just kind of sacrificed uh, something special because they, they had to put out a game. And they didn't. They weren't able to communicate the way that they usually do. I don't know if that's the case, but I'm just throwing that theory against the wall, and, and I feel like a little bit of it's sticking. So we'll see. We'll see. There's also also games coming up that I know 100 uh, are totally fun. <laughs> so it's certainly not all COVID games, that's for sure. Yeah. 
uh, playtesters as well. Great, great point, Jamie. Getting playtesters yeah. in on your game makes a huge difference. So that's an excellent point. Uh, but moving on, enough about enough about Wander. Um, I, I, I saw that you got a chance to play the update on Crisis Brigade Two. I did. This is the time attack mode, right? Yes. Was there any before we before we get into it? Was there any? Uh, was there any mode other than Time Attack or anything that was added other than the Time Attack segments? Uh, no, not really. There was uh, three Time Attack levels and then a, just a bonus little shooting gallery thing. Okay. Uh, oh, also, sorry, Nihilus Ryan with the $5 says, five, uh, says, glad to have you back, Brian. Heart, heart. Thank you very much. Appreciate you and happy to be back. Um, so I played two parts of this. I played uh, Genesis, which was the Terminator one. And the World War Z. What was what was the middle one that I missed? Um, wake up, wake up, which was Matrix. Yes. Nice. Uh, and did, and do they all play the same? Did I miss anything serious by not playing the Matrix one? Uh, no, they play the same. Uh, which is actually pretty cool. I mean, well, the first two play the same. The third one's a little bit different. Okay, so. I, I gotta say, all right. So I didn't, I didn't get a huge, uh, huge chance to play this because, <laughs> because I only get to play two of them. So obviously, I was playing right before the show just to kind of get an idea of how it all goes down. Um, and so every enemy you kill adds a little bit of time to your clock. You only start with thirty seconds or twenty-five seconds, and like I think every enemy you kill what adds five seconds to your clock. Um, that seems like a, that seems like a lot of time. To give you more too. That's maybe what it was. All right. Because I was like, some, sometimes I was finishing a level with way more time than I did the last time. I was like, what was I doing differently? Um, so that's really cool. And I actually think that that's uh, more fun. It's a more fun gameplay mechanic than, than the core game itself. Just going through and trying not to die. <laughs> it almost is, right? Yeah. It's really good. It's like, an, it's almost the equivalent of another game. It's a lot of content. Um, and uh, Jason Ewing, I believe, uh, confirmed for me, and I believe so. I, I hopefully I heard him right, but it sounded like a, like it was that this is playable in multiplayer. This is playable in co-op. Nice, nice. which is a big, which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. My, now the question is: is <clears throat> do you, you, there's no way you have separate timers, right? Do you, you're both contributing? No, you probably timer. just yeah, you're probably just contributing to one, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, I mean like uh, it. This was a great excuse to get back into the game because, I don't know, I'd sort of had enough of the, the, the core three levels, the initial ones that came with the game. Uh, and so doing this and having some new environments and, and, and again, a new gameplay mechanic, uh, and, and it just felt a little bit more frantic, you know, rather than, like, hiding behind something and being like, oh, God, the second I put my head out, I'm going to get, you know, shot in the face. This just felt better, like being rewarded for every single kill. Every single kill gave you a little bit more time, and you, like, had a little bit more time to play with. And then, you know, I was, I, the number of times I was down to my last uh, HP, my last shot, uh, and then I and then I was able to pick up a health and be like, sweet, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm going for going for a little bit longer. Like, it just, it just felt really good. Um, this is... It's like shocking, shockingly good. I thought this was just gonna be like tacked on a little mode, and uh, again, yeah. I really think I think it's better than the game itself. <laughs> I'm kind of with. I'm almost with you there. I mean, I'm kind of. I agree. Um, it's hard to say whether it's better or not, but I agree that uh, it is really quality, and they did a great job with this. They didn't. They didn't half-ass anything, and and it. What the point that I was making when I was talking about it before was that I feel like they've done the same strategy again. Um, this time, this game was a little bit more expensive. It was $20. And uh, and I wish they would have started this game cheaper and then hiked up the price as this content dropped. But I do feel like now it justifies that $20 price tag because I thought the game was great, but I did think it was more, when it came out, it was more like a $10, $15 game. Uh, and I feel like now it actually kind of feels like a, like a solid $20 game now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that's, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to start to re-review games on the channel and, and give games, you know, new scores and talk about the new content that was added and the patches and updates and everything like that. And this is one of those games that I feel like grew into its price point and also grew into its original score. I feel like 8 was pretty generous yeah. at launch, but now it feels like a solid, solid 8. 
Uh, yeah. And so, you know, there was the, for a little while there, I was saying that every every scoring without parole was a half a point too high. So if I scored something in eight, it's, it's probably really a seven point five. Uh, and I, but I do feel like that this this brought it back up, um, and it's and it's exactly right. Uh, so yeah, so if you're able to, you know, I, this has already been on sale. So if if you, if you don't mind waiting for another sale, like I think this is this is pretty amazing. I saw Jamie out in the chat ask uh, if this is better than uh, Crisis Brigade One. Yeah, Chairface asked me, AJ, do you prefer Crisis Brigade One or Two? Uh, maybe it was Chairface. Um, uh, sorry. Um, uh, two. I, I love Crisis Brigade One because of the the movie references and and a bunch of things. Um, it's still tough because I really like that game a lot, but I just think the, the, the polish and the quality now, and now, and now the content and the movie references have made it back into two. And so now it takes the edge at launch. I'd probably say one, uh, but now with everything in it, the multiplayer, all the stuff, uh, I would say two. How about you, Brian? It's a tough call because the the reason I always liked Crisis Brigade one more was because, uh, of the of the variety, right? The vehicles, basically, you know, at one point you're on a helicopter and you're shooting a Gatling gun. Another point you're on right. a boat. Another point, whatever. And it just felt like there was a little bit more variety in that regard. Uh, and all I need from this game is to have one section <laughs> where you're in a vehicle and there'd be no question at all. But I still think, I yeah. think this, these time attack modes and the addition of like the store where you kind of, where you, you know, you build up in-game currency and you buy shit from the store. All of that adds a little bit of depth to this game. So I guess at this point, now that I've played the time attack modes, I'm going to have to give, give the nod to uh, Crisis Brigade 2. But man, yeah. it's close. I don't think you should be buying one. It or is the very other. close. You should be buying both of these close. things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, all right, man. Well, that's awesome, and I really do want to check out the. Uh, I really do want to check out the uh, the multiplayer in this because uh, obviously, m- multiplayer. Uh, I don't know if multiplayer made the core campaign better for me, but it might make the time attack better for me. Um, all right, man. Well, let's uh, let's move on. We got uh, we got another announcement this week from. Jeez, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, from Fun Train. This is uh, yeah the, the publishers of. Um, I mean, Tarzan VR and uh, um, Exorcist Legion VR, the publisher, Fun Train, Public. announced that, uh, they, that they had a new game on the way called uh, the Twilight Zone VR. And uh, <laughs> I think the important part of this is that very much is – that, is that the trailer? This is the trailer. The important part of this is that they're the publisher and that the and, – and, even as the publisher, you know, they, they put out games like Tarzan, which has been less than, you know, reviewed less than favorably. Um, and The Exorcist, which, you know, had problems and whatever. But the developer here is really the strange one. The developer here is Pocket Money Studios. And it's it's mind-boggling to me that they've announced a new game and that they've slapped on the PSVR uh console or headset uh, to to their release schedule saying that this is going to come to PlayStation VR because the the two games I'm aware of them mentioning before were uh, Henry the Hamster Handler and Dimension Hunter. Now these are two games that have come out on other platforms. Henry the Hamster Handler has come out on Switch um, and possibly other platforms and then um, uh, and then Dimension Hunter has come out on PC VR. And Dimension Hunter 2 is on the way, too. Dimension Hunter 2 is actually labeled as a PlayStation 4 game. I don't know if it's supposed to have VR or not. Uh, but they've so, that, so far, they've announced three PlayStation VR games and have yet to actually successfully release one. Uh, so I don't know if they're just giving up on those old properties and saying, this just isn't happening. Last time I talked to Pocket Money, they said, oh, yeah, no, Dimension Hunter 1 is going to be compact in with Dimension Hunter 2. And I was like, all right, I guess. We'll see. But, but then this out of nowhere... So okay, let's let's back up a little bit though. That's my rant about uh, Pocket Money Studios. Are you a Twilight Zone fan? Yeah, uh, I like. I'm not like the world's biggest fan, um, but I definitely like a, a good chunk of it. I have a hard time remembering a lot of it for some reason. Like I feel like I every year I watch a couple episodes and like I never it never like retains in my memory. Um, so I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like the show. I mean, I, like who does it? Who is there? Seriously, somebody out there like Twilight Zone sucks, man. Like, <laughs> it's possible. I, I, I sure hope not. Um, but yeah, I mean, any show like this, right? Like uh, th- this and uh, Black Mirror and uh, whatever the other one is, I'm trying to think of. <laughs> um, what is the other one I'm trying to think of? Somebody tell me in the chat. It's just like Twilight Zone. Bumps. No, we <laughs> talked about it like a thousand times. Like. Uh, but yeah. oh, the outer limits. Thank or something? you. Yes, the outer limits. Yeah. The outer limits is actually the show that I spent most time watching. Like I think I've seen every episode of the night of the '90s series, and then yeah, every, every episode of Black Mirror as well. Um, so this is this is an interesting one though because because honestly, Pocket Money Games could have just made a game, and just and and it would be the exact same thing as Twilight Zone, but without the Twilight Zone license, and they could have put it out there. And if it was good, it probably would have sold. There's no real reason to have the Twilight Zone license, right? Because uh, other than, other than trying to get it to sell more, because it's not like there's a core character or core elements of the Twilight Zone other than just being weird ass stories that's going to translate into VR. It's going to be like, hey, here's a weird ass story, but it didn't have to be the Twilight Zone, right? It didn't have to be the Outer Limits or, or Black Mirror. You just make a weird ass story and attaching that license to it doesn't really change anything. You know, like, oh, I get to use Wilma. Wilma's the best character and everybody loves Wilma. Let's make that up, Flintstones, right? And so, it's a, so like, I'm a little wary right now because I don't, I don't know if these guys have what it takes to make a good uh, a good episodic game that can actually give you the twist or, or, the, or, the, or the feels that the Twilight Zone might. Uh, and then they're attaching the Twilight Zone name. Just, I can't. I, I don't know. Yeah, man. Look, look. I I'm really excited about the announcement. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's. I, I'm excited about the IP and and the possibilities. Uh, but I think we have to be real here and understand that there is no reason that this couldn't be absolutely terrible. <laughs> and like this could really suck. It could come out from a technical level from. Just so many ways that this could go wrong. I think one of the only one of the only glimmers of hope was that when I first saw uh, the announcement in my email, and they said uh, from con- uh, features uh, contributions from Rob Yescombe, and I was like, yes, and I tweeted about it, and even Rob, t- he was like, oh, I didn't really do anything on this. I was it's like, ah, oh. uh, I was like, well, you know, um, so. So I was really excited about Rob Yescombe because I love his storytelling. He, 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 I love his character, uh, characters and stuff that he always does. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking forward to this one, but don't be surprised if it's actual if it's like really crappy. And also, like since they're slapping the PlayStation VR logo on it from the get go, um, you know this we this is gonna be episodic. Right, and we we sort of we sort of lucked out on a lot of episodic games, and I, I use lucked out in the loosest possible way. Trust me, I know what you're all thinking. You're like lucked out. We don't even get fucking episode two most days. But with Fun Train, we've actually gotten all the episodes for every game they put out. Um, so you know we've got, but with Exorcist, you know PC VR, I think episode one, and then they had to wait a couple months, got episode two, wait a couple months, get episode. At least with us, it took a little while to get here, but we get episode one, two, and three all together, and then just had to wait for four and five. With with Tarzan, we got all of them all at once, you know. But I do think that I have a feeling that this is going to be like this is going to be a long wait here, right? Like we're going to get episode one. And then we're just we're gonna have to wait for episode two. You have to wait for episode well, you know it's three, three contained, right? It's three contained uh, episodes. Yeah, self-contained episodes. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, trust me. I'm not already looking forward to a sequel. Like <laughs> expecting a sequel. Um, but you know, it is multi-platform. It is the Twilight name IP. Uh, so Twilight Zone IP. So, oh, people might be interested in it, but. Do you, do you think we're getting I'm, all three self-contained episodes at once, or do you think we're getting episode one, and then we have? That's to... what they said in the email: is that it's all three at once. We, oh, okay. Somehow I missed that completely. Then I feel a lot better. Then that at least if it sucks, yeah. we don't have to wait for the other parts of it to feel like yeah, it still sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, we got a tip from Serial Killer, the Game Cat Mustache. You a question? Oh, that's good. I like that. Mustache, you a question. Uh, with $5 tips says, AJ, what would it take to get you in a mustache too? Looking good, Brian. Sorry for the ribbing. No, no, no. I like the ribbing. Ribbing's good. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm not that hard. <laughs> I'm pretty easy, man. Speak for yourself. You just ask. <laughs> and uh, and uh, what should I go like biker mustache, like like handlebar? I don't think there's biker. any question. That's obviously what you need to do. I can't do like regular. I can't do a normal mustache. It's got to be. But I don't do like the hipster twisty thing either. Yeah. Like uh, I can't do that. And, and I won't do just like a uh, plain one. I don't know. Maybe I'd try it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd go like biker handlebar something. Uh, I, I'd maybe give it a shot if you if you ask me enough times. Uh, oh, if it's if it's quality if it's quantity over quality, then I can totally do that. If you're gonna be like, you have to ask me nicely. You know, I'd have a problem with that. I'd be like, dude, just fucking do it, man. No, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, if, anybody, if anybody has no idea what we're talking about, uh, we are definitely supporting um, Serial Killers uh, Charity. It's not his charity, but he is. Uh, he, serial Killers Charity. <laughs> he, he's leading the charge. Serial, serial Killers he, Game Cat. E-A-R. Yeah, Serial Killer. Uh, he's, he, Wait, no, did I spell that wrong? C-E-R. Yeah, I spelled that wrong. It Sorry. doesn't matter. People know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's leading the charge for the GameCat uh, participation in uh, in Movember, which is uh, uh, awareness for men's health issues like prostate cancer and that kind of stuff. stuff. Um, and so, uh, if any if any of the mods happen to have the link handy for that uh, for that charity, uh, and we, you can donate as one of the GameCats, uh, then please post that in the uh, in the chat for us. Really appreciate it. Um, and of course, if you have any questions about it, head over to Discord and just ask Serial Killer yourself. Serial with a C, and then. Yeah, if there's if there's some kind of thing that if if I can if it helps if if it does a good cause or goes towards a good cause, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, but if it's just to make me look stupid, then no. Yeah, uh, dude, you should have seen me before. I, I had to let the beard grow in before I could come back to the show because I only had the mustache for a few days and uh, and it looked horrible. Like I looked like a fucking let me pedophile or uh, porn porn star from the seventies or something like it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. Right. And so like, luckily with like the beard growing in just a little bit, it does help the, uh, the overall look. Uh, Looper, the game cat with the two euros says, do Charlie Chaplin mustache, AJ. Isn't that kind of like the Hitler that's mustache? A, that's a, yeah, that is. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to go well. All right, man, let's, uh, let's move along. Um, we got, uh, we got keys for a game today. Uh, for a game that's coming out on the 11th, and I streamed it today. You played it today as well, uh, called yeah. Gravitational. AJ, yeah. this is a game about a dude you're playing as. It's in a wheelchair. You're wheelchair chair bound, and uh, and you got to and you got you got to run around. Or I'm sorry, you got to wheel around solving puzzles. Uh, what were your what were your first thoughts about this? How far did you get? First of all. Uh, I played the first hour of this game, okay. and I think I got almost to like level fifteen or something. Um, level fifteen. Yeah, yeah wow. almost level fifteen. And what were my first impressions? Well, wait, hold on a second. Um, when you're when you're going through this game, it says every time you enter a new puzzle area, it says one slash fifteen, two slash fifteen, three slash fifteen. Right. So you made it almost to. 15 out of 15. I made it almost to level 15, yes. In an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't, I don't, because <laughs> I think I streamed it for an hour and I got halfway there. Um, but of course, I was fumbling with controls and probably having way more trouble than you did. Um, so I, I, I guess it doesn't get more difficult, is what you're trying to tell me? Um, it does actually get a little bit more difficult. What, so, you know, this game is, it's like a, as you're in a space station, you're at Gravicorp or something. You're playing as this character named Sebastian. Mm-hmm. You have this girl talking in your ear and, uh, your character's in a wheelchair. And, and so, uh, basically something goes wrong. It sounds like there's, uh, some kind of menace or something that has sabotaged this, uh, company. And so everything starts blowing up, and they—it's a—it's a company. They're called Gravicorp. So it's—it's it's all supposed to do with like research about gravity. And uh, your character Sebastian is in a wheelchair, roaming around, and you have to uh, basically use these devices to control these blocks to create pathways to go uh, to 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 cross, basically. Right. And every so, um, and every which, so often, you get into an anti-grav section. Where you can just kind of yes. like pull yourself around or throw yourself into a different direction to just kind of float across an area. Um, so, it, man, so are you getting the impression that you've seen most of this game? Like, is it? Do you think fifteen out of fifteen is like that's it? 
I feel like there's got to be at least more. I watched your stream and you said you feel like there's going to be at least five levels more, and that's kind of how I feel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not expecting the longest game ever, uh, but yeah, we got to find out. We don't know just yet how long this game is. Right, right. And I'll be, uh, yeah. I mean, certainly behind the scenes, I'll be, I'll be playing the crap out of this and making sure that you know I have a fully formed review. I, I always, I always hate uh, learning how to play a game on stream. Because not only do you have, you know, like you're trying to listen to the characters in the game talk, and then you're trying to read all the text on the screen, and you're trying to figure things out, but you also get, I've also got the chat in my ears, and I'm trying to listen to everybody and respond to them and figure out the game at the same time. And that's exactly what I was doing today. And I'll tell you, after not, after not doing a stream for a week, I was wicked out of practice. Um, but on top of it, it was, this, was, this was a game that required a little bit more thought, I think, than, uh, than, than I had a chance to give it. Um, but man, uh, as, as, as something... This game's trying to stand out a little bit by by giving by giving you control of a character uh, in a locomotion system that's atypical, right? Certainly atypical of its standard VR game. Uh, and so, being in a wheelchair, I saw Twitcher, the single player game cat in the chat, says, "Disappointed to see you don't manually push the wheelchair rims for locomotion. You can, you absolutely can, right? Yeah. But it didn't take me long to go. This is not how I want to get around. Like it didn't feel good. I felt." I, and, and, I, and I think that was my problem with most of the controls uh, is that none of the controls felt very good. Um, I just had I just had major major issues like from standard just standard locomotion. Uh, you, you, you like just kind of turn your move controller like tilt your move controller left and right to to turn left and right. You you don't hold the move button to to move <clears> forward. <throat> you push one of the face buttons. Same to go backwards. Different face button. Uh, and then. Uh, and then, and then it's just it's just really awkward to switch between that device, which uh, which gives you like um, a mechanical way to, to to traverse the environment, and then and then switch to another device to to have like these kind of telekinesis powers to move the blocks around, um, and then then again to switch again to have, to have your hands. It it, it seemed it just seemed cumbersome, and uh, and and I, and I don't know if that's going to play into the game a little bit later on. I'm going to be like thankful, be like oh well, this is this actually works eventually like this this game couldn't be done without this style of controls but so far if i'm halfway through the game after an hour so far i'm not getting that impression i think the problem are the rough edges i actually really like what they designed i like what they went for i had no trouble with the uh with like the automatic kind of joystick that's on the wheelchair using that mm -hmm. um the the rolly one is a little bit tougher but i still used it a little bit to like uh, kind of just turn just a little bit here and there, but I definitely wouldn't use that as a form of locomotion. I'd get really tired. Mm -hmm. um, I'll tell you what I liked about it, though, is that what I liked is that there was a game that came out not too long ago called D-Magnet, and, and you know, uh, it was it was like just going from room to room, and there's these block puzzles, and I know we're all, like, so sick of block puzzles, yeah. and I understand um, Nick's not. But I skipped on that Nick's, one. Nick's I skipped not on that puzzles, game. Man. He fucking <laughs> yeah. loves that shit. Yeah, well, I actually, you know, and I have a feeling, I'll be very curious to see if Nick likes this game. Because to be honest with you, I kind of like this game. Like, I like it more, way more, way, 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 way more than D-Magnet from the get-go. <laughs> because I like the idea the ideas that went into it, the creativity behind it. Uh, I thought they tried to innovate, try something new. And I usually like stuff like that, even if it has some rough edges. Because what it does here is expand, it deepens the gameplay from instead of just the gameplay being pick up the block and place it, pick up the block and place it. Yeah. It's like, no, there's there's a, a depth to the gameplay where you have to pick up the blocks and find the right combination, turn them around and whatnot until you build a bridge to pass. Then there's these like anti-gravity uh, sections where you have to combine uh, you know that with actually going zero G and like floating and using these little rails uh, to fly around uh, in those things. And that was cool. Like I was like, oh, there's like variance to the gameplay here. Um, where it's not only solving a puzzle, but then you have to get across the puzzle as well. And and so I appreciated it for that fact. Well, the problem is like what you said, uh, the rough edges. The rough edges are, are, are pretty bad from a technical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, the rough edges are bad. Um, I will tell you, you know, the, the fact that I'm, I was playing this on stream and felt like I had to keep going, keep pushing forward uh, was bad because... Uh, because I was having frame rate issues, man. It couldn't even couldn't even do smooth turning 
uh, yeah. with, without too much. Tighten it close to the rough. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing. And I was I was curious to see what uh, – what, now, Steve Mears, hold on, says, I can never <laughs> trust AJ's opinion. Now, hold on one second. I didn't say it was a good game. Right. I said I appreciated the ideas that went into the game see, design. Hasib, snuggle up for a second, bud. Let me, let me talk he, to you. He had, he, had a, he had to check me real quick. Here's, here's, how, here, here's how we do things here in GamesCast Live. And, and, I, and, I, and I, ignored, I ignored the formula. Whenever we talk about a new game, we talk, we talk about the things we like about it first, right? And I ignored that part because I don't like much about this game. So AJ was trying to stick to the formula and talked about the things that he liked about the game, right? And so, and he was trying to give it its fair shake. I, however, was like, yeah. fuck this game. I'm not a fan, and I'm having a hard time. I'm going to have a hard time getting back to this to, re- to review it. Um, so, so Hasib, just wanted to let you know what AJ was doing there. He was, he, was, he, was, he was just being fair. He was giving it the without parole, the old without parole try, you know? That's what we do around yeah, there. but like you said, man, the 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 frame the frame jutter stuff visually, it, like I thought it had a good art design too. Um, when you first walk in, there's like these bamboo trees that are like behind like a water case or something, and it looks really nice. Uh, but but yeah, the uh, the resolution takes a little bit of a hit here. It's not like super. It's not like really clear, but it's not blurry or anything either. But um, yeah, man, no, I don't. You know, I I don't blame you. Um, I'm usually of the, I usually can forgive some or get like, it's like some of the technical things, some of these little things don't usually bother me as much as like the actual design of the game where I'm like, there's no chance this is going to be fun. Whereas this game was like, well, this would be fun if it was more polished. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, you know, like I, you have to, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I'm not. I don't want to go on much more about this because you know, I, like I said, I already did the stream, and uh, and and I, and when I say that, I don't have many positive things to, to say about it. Like, I don't even really like the art design, right? I, I saw the ca- the character model when you first jump into the menu screen, and I'm like, ugh. I'm like, this looks like this looks like Tron went horribly wrong, and like that, like not everybody <laughs> looks good in spandex. Don't don't like just I don't know, man. Like I know we're in the future. But like, how come in the future we don't have better wheelchairs, and and why do people dress like <laughs> fucking morons? Like it's, you have anti gravity, like technology, right? And you and you have a wheelchair that can't even work. Right. Maybe it would have been great if like technology failed in the future, right? And he had to be able to go get this antiquated wheelchair just to get around and be like, you know, oh, the normal way I get around. And then and then when the player is struggling, he's you know, it, it makes sense because he's like, I've never fucking used this thing before. This is crazy. This is going to take me a little while to get used to. But they didn't even think about implementing something like that. And those are the kind of like little details where I'm like, I thought of that in like two seconds just now on the fly. And it's like you guys spent Big years making not- this game. <laughs> Speaking of not thinking of stuff, there's force blinders in this game. Fuck, and that. they're not. They're, they're, while while they're not the worst blinders, yeah. why are we like that? Is such do people not realize that people? I guess developers. Some developers have no clue that people will not buy their game straight up because it has force blinders. Right. Like so. That tells me right there everything I need to know. When when I play a game, there's like a million settings, and and they don't and you don't even know what they mean. You were just as confused as I was oh, thank God. when I saw the settings. Um, yeah, because you're like, shouldn't there be like a setting here that I change? And and it's like, no, you start the game, and then it tells you the settings to choose from. But yeah, man, uh, force blinders, automatic deal breaker for for most people. Um, so it it again tells me what i tells me kind of like everything i need to know absolutely now again first impressions we both have played this for the first time neither one of us actually finished the game uh and so you know i want to do right by this game and do right by perp who hey thanks for sending the key along i'll have a review out you know b- before the game comes out on thursday um so that you guys know does the game get better what if i i'm going to go back and start the game from scratch and now knowing how to play it like is this going to feel better because i know how to move uh, the wheelchair around a little bit easier. So yeah, but yeah. yeah. So stay tuned. We'll get back to that real quick before we get to our last news story. We got Red Rover, the effing GameCat with the ten dollars tip says it puts the block in the basket. Oh man, I bet you got a better voice <laughs> nice. for that than I do. I like it. <clears throat> Wild out the GameCat with the put, put the put the block in the basket. <laughs> that, that, that's the one. <laughs> Uh, Wild Hour, the GameCat with the Australian five dollars ram says, "Hey GameCats, I'm awake. What did I miss? Oh, <laughs> hey." Hope you have a good had a good break, Brian. Game on. Uh, thank you very much. It was a very, very necessary break. Um, 
What up? Wild hour. I can't sing the other one or else I get a, you know, copyright strike. <laughs> Touche. Um, we should probably talk about the headline of the uh, of the show, which was, uh, dude, how, how weird is it? Let's, just, let's get this out of the way. How weird is it that the official Ghostbusters Afterlife game or, or whatever that we got uh, was made in dreams? And, that's, and that's, it's official, made in dreams. How weird is that? Before we even talk about what it is or anything else, do you think that it's like... Do you, do you feel like they phoned this in? They were like, "Oh, you got this dreams thing where you like just make games. Let's just just make something in there. That's fine. Like they'll they'll be fine with it." Or do or do you think they were like, "This is a really creative idea," and they're getting people together and showing people what can be made in dreams? Like I, I can see it being two very different like reasons for doing this, uh, but I'm not sure which was the which was the truth. It's a little strange in the neighborhood, but. uh but no i mean look to me personally i love dreams i play dreams a lot i have a ps5 that enhances it so to me i was like it's all good did you see the last two ghostbusters games we got brian uh this is the first good ghostbusters games now there's a little bit of a caveat to it but this is the first good really fun ghostbusters game that we've gotten and uh if this is the way they have to do it then so be it um I'm just glad I really freaking enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, Wild Hour with an, another $5 Australian. Thank you very much. No comment this time. Let us know if you had something to say. Um, I really enjoyed this too. So, so whatever the reason is that we got it, we got it. And, uh, and, and, and I will say that my first impression was like, oh, and I, I played through it. After a minute, it was over. And I was like, wait a minute. It's, it brings you right back to this computer screen. Uh, where it gives you the exact same message, and then I started up. I, I thought I was going to go to a new area and go bust some other ghosts in a new location, uh, and then and then it was the exact same level. And I was like, oh, so I'm just it's just one level that only takes a minute to beat, and I'm just trying to beat my score. And I was like, and I was disappointed yeah. by that. And then 30 minutes later, I'm still playing, right? So I'm like, how many times is that? Like, yeah, roughly 30. Um, it's uh. And I, did you use the what controller did you use? Oh, the aim controller. This is this yes. is what we've been dreaming of, AJ. Been saying, <laughs> right, I no, know. No other game or no <laughs> other franchise makes as much sense in VR as holding a proton pack with the aim controller, busting ghosts. Yeah. And and guess what? As it turns out, we were right the whole time. It does. We were good. right. I know. Right. It's only uh, it's only a shame that it's so little, so late, um, because we really. Could have it could have gone a long way with an actual Ghostbusters game with the aim controller. Um, it just shows you how amazing it would have been uh, and how amazing it is, I guess, in this case. Uh, and and just pulling, you know, pulling the ghost left to right uh, or the specter uh, left to right with with the aim controller and tugging on them and the and the thing rumbles like how immersive it feels is uh, really impressive. It, it is. And I, and I don't think I got it right away. Like I had to go back and read the, the, the PlayStation blog post about this uh, or watch the video. I forget what it was. They, they did one of each, I think. And, and what they did, uh, the, the creators of this were comparing it to pinball, right? Saying how, okay, so at, at first here's a ghost, a normal standard fucking uh, generic ghost that comes in. You've got to take at least one of those ghosts down before like the mini marshmallow men, um, what do they call it? Are they just called mini marsh, mini puffs, mini puffs, stay puffs, right? Mini puffs before before those guys start coming in. Then you got to take down a certain number of those before uh, be, be, before the the demon dog comes in. Uh, terror dog, terror dog. <laughs> thank you. Munchers, munchers, terror dogs, and and mini puffs. Right, and so you're so basically instead of being, I very quickly went from being uh, upset that there was that there was only sixty seconds to being like. Okay, now 60 seconds is now the game where it's I need to do a certain number of things before the 60 seconds expires. Um, and, uh, and dude, I went from getting like, you know, eight or 10,000 points to breaking 100,000 within the course of like yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, and that, nice. that's such a great feeling. That, that is a pinball feeling. So I think they actually nailed what they were going for with this, um, yeah. Yeah, with this style of game. Yeah. yeah. I, I would love for them to actually open up the tools and let us create with it. Does yes. Media Molecule do that? If Media Molecule doesn't do that, then shame on them because they should release that to us 
and let us tinker with that and make our own Ghostbusters games uh, that expand from these assets that they've created. Uh, I would think they – I would imagine they did, actually. I need to go check that shit, man. Hmm. I can make a fucking game, Ghostbusters game. I've been wanting to do that anyways, and if they did half the work for me already, yeah. hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a great-looking proton pack. It's a great-looking environment. The the ghosts animate yeah. great. Uh, it's, the, the, the controls are perfect. So, I mean, yeah, so if you can get this off of, I was going to say off the rails, but really it's a wave shooter. You're standing in one place. Um, if you can get if you can give this game some full locomotion and get in there and actually be able to walk around like a haunted house or something uh, and be able yeah. to take down ghosts in the exact same way but just with the full locomotion – I mean, talk about a fucking winner. That'd be amazing. Yeah, all I got to do is add in the little thing that tracks the ghosts where they are and then walk around like a spooky like oh, location. The PK meter? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. Ooh, I'm getting some ideas. Here we go. Dude, I was so... Ghost borders, says Triangulator. I was such a real Ghostbusters nerd when I was a kid. Like, I mean, that was it, it was that cartoon uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, pretty much every single day. Those were the two shows I couldn't get enough of. Yeah, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, Transformers... Uh, man, VR plus nostalgia is amazing. And yeah, getting Transformers first announcement and then the Ghostbusters thing. And yeah, they have like their, their little caveats to them. But but overall, like this is stuff I've been wanting for a while. Yeah. And and I hope, 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 Brian, that we see uh, an actual Ghostbusters game in the future. I mean, how cool would that be? Remake the, the remastered one. Uh, do it again. Yeah. Because I will I will buy that shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm right there with you, man. Like, in, and make it multiplayer. Make sure that we can all uh, make sure we can all get together and, and play online together. Um, get you know, strip out some of the story, man. I don't need to hear all that dialogue. Just like let us all run in th- through these uh, awesome environments and kill some ghosts together. <laughs> kill some ghosts probably isn't the right word. Trap is the right word. Uh, we got a couple yep. more tips in the chat here. Um, <laughs> Wolf Raza with the two dollar tip says, "Great job, guys. Broke joke, mofo, but I do what I can. Thank you very much, man. Like, thanks, Wolf. Really, guys. Like, it really, we 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 know you're here and you're supporting us. Uh, if money's an issue, please, 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 don't even, uh, don't even consider it. Uh, Wild Hour, the game cat with another five dollars says, Patreon is only letting me give five dollars at a time. I think you mean YouTube, but we appreciate it. And uh, also gives us another five dollar tip. Says, try again." I think you're up to like 20, man. Like, fucking pump the brakes, dude. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, get ready, Brian, because oh. there's another one for $10. <laughs> With an emoji. Of the, it looks like a hippo swinging in an office chair. I like it. So, guys, yeah, if you haven't already, make sure you go check out uh, Dreams. Uh, this is, It's amazing what they keep bringing us in Dreams. I was I was playing Dreams for the, the last three hours before this game cast, not going to lie. Uh, so I guess I, that message doesn't pertain to you. Everybody, it pertains to everybody else. <laughs> yes. if, if you haven't been playing Dreams like AJ has, uh, make sure you go check out Dreams. Uh, so you get, some, uh, you get some new Dreams for us to play, AJ? Are you going to be revealing those soon? Working on a list, yeah. Um, and just I keep finding one, a new one, and I'm like, damn it. Like, so, so I wanted to look. But I, I think I've got uh, maybe 10 ready to go that I'm just going to publish a list on that because – you know, you guys got to play some of these. They're so, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, God, Ian Stanbridge, make Thundercats VR. That was that was before Real Ghostbusters and, uh, and Turtles for me. That was, like, when I was a kid. I was running around in, like, like tidy-whities with two-by-fours, like, nailed together with this pretending I had the sword. Um, anyway, uh, okay, so uh, final segment of the show. It's It's time. Uh, and uh, if you guys if you guys are new to the show, I don't think there's too many new people here. But if you are new to the show, we always end our show with uh, PSVR 20 questions, which I totally stole from Game Scoop. Don't tell Damon. I'm really really sorry. Um, but I put uh, six minutes up on the clock, and uh, one of us, I guess I'm the host. Sirens on my end. Uh, I'm the host today. I, I came up. I thought of a PSVR game, and uh, you guys. When I say you guys, I mean all of you in the chat and AJ. I have six minutes and 20 yes or no questions to guess what PlayStation VR game. I'm thinking of AJ. Are you ready? Let's do this, cats. Uh, let me find the time. Ready? <laughs> there it is. Six minutes on the clock. Go. All right. Does it have move support? Yes. Why did I struggle with that? Does it support any other controller? Yes. Hmm. Uh, is it an adventure game? No. Is it a sci-fi game? No. A horror game? Yes. Now you get to horror. I knew it. 
I'm, okay. I'm making it. This is it's it's October part two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we didn't do a single horror game for October. It'd be too uh, easy. <laughs> all right, guys, it's a horror game. Uh, is there? Uh, let's see. Is there aim support? Yes. Narrowing this shit down fast. Yeah. Is this is this made by Vertigo Games? No. Okay. Uh, is there multiplayer? No. Okay. A horror game with the aim controller. Should be pretty easy, guys. Um... <clears throat> is it a wave shooter? Yes. Uh, I'm thinking Brookhaven experiment. Um, Wild Hour with another five dollars Australian says, "Yep, YouTube. Sorry, it broke." <laughs> Thanks, bud. Uh, let's see. It is a wave shooter with aim support. It's got to be Brookhaven. Oh, it could be Wraith. Yeah, you're right. Maybe not. Uh, is made by, have we done Brookhaven before? I feel like we have, um, the, uh, what's a, what's another question to narrow down Brookhaven? Um, does the main menu have a giant monster roaming around in the background in like a desert with a flashlight? I'm going to answer the question by saying, I don't remember, but it's not right. Uh, it's not, um, Brookhaven. Oh, it's not Brookhaven. It's not Brookhaven. I, if, if that was the question to rule out Brookhaven, because I, I remember that that being in Brookhaven, but I don't remember. Has this, the, this, has the, the this title developer this made? Has this developer made other PSVR games? They have. It's eleven. Um, did this developer make Swordsman VR? They did. Is it Wraith? It is Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> the first Wraith. Nice. The first Wraith. <laughs> right. I almost said the better one, but nah. <laughs> I mean, we're close. <laughs> Definitely not. There it is. Now, this, this is. This is the Wraith for anyone who doesn't know. Bada boom, bada bing. <clears throat> um, I didn't like this game that much, man. I mean, I, for an earlier title, maybe it was okay, but it hasn't aged gracefully. I mean, it wasn't very good when it came out. I, I liked I liked the fact that it had a real time yeah. store, like so, that in, and you couldn't pause the game. It was man, you got to buy new weapons and new ammo, uh, like on the fly, um, and so you had to make quick decisions. Like you, if you stuck with the same weapon for too long, that ammo was getting more and more expensive every single time you bought it. So you're running low on ammo, and like you got to bring up this, you got to bring up the store while you're playing, and, and they're like, oh, I, I better switch to another weapon. You know, I better buy another weapon, and start buying ammo for that. Um, and so I liked the real time store element. Unfortunately. Everything else was pretty rough. So, um, yeah. So sadly, you know, this is one of those where, like, if you want to see where Sin Studio came from and you get this on sale for like two bucks, I mean, you'll get like you'll get a fun twenty minutes out of it. Um, but otherwise, thank you, cats. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without your help. And I was thinking a lot of the same thing of you, as most of you, which is Brookhaven at first, which is a great game. Great game, absolutely. I really want to get back to that and, and play that again. Uh, that's something I should have played during Halloween. Um. Congratulations, you, AJ, you. and of course all the cats. Um, for sure. Guys, that's going to do it for another episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Thank you so much for the warm welcomes back. We really appreciate you guys and love you so very much. AJ, thank you so much for holding down the fort in my absence. Welcome back, man. Thank you. Good to have you back. A lot easier with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's what I've heard. I've heard everything's easier with me. That's not what i meant to say um it's debatable <laughs> i'm sure most of you guys know this already because you've probably been watching aj uh doing his interactive chats all week long or all last week but make sure if you don't already go subscribe to aj over at psvr underground he does a lot of live streaming over there lots of great video content um and that's it guys let's let's get the ball rolling thank you so much to miles dyer thank you to, to jay meow to sci-fi game cat henry for hey, 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 hey. I, I got this oh okay i thought you were calling out the chat <laughs> You've got, it's only been a week you forgot how this was done <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you to everybody who donated during the show and of course all of our patreon supporters patreon.com slash without pearl games uh, everyone who participated during the chat helped aj get that 20 questions uh and uh, of course all of you out there who sat back watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word we know you're out there numbers don't lie and we love you just as much aj and alberto Mapom, may i cue the cat 
Give me the cat, Brian, because i got to start with Red Rover, the epic game cat, who says here, it puts the target in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> the single-player game cat says, I love game cats. I do, too, Twitcher. And Deborah One, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us all the time. Loyal game cat. And Deborah One, the game cat, Brian? And Deborah One, the game cat? The Triangulator, good to see you, my dude. X-Spacer X, later to you. Guys, love fistball to you. Keep your thumb low for the lights to be out, game cat. Wave to you and thumbs up to you as well. Jason Ewing, much love to you as well. Emily uh, Baxter, hashtag the game, getting so cartoony. <laughs> so cartoony, this was. Brax Bro, Justin Cassidy, thanks so much. Says, don't look under the rug, Brian. Nothing to see, buddy, nothing to see. <laughs> uh, Bogey Cat Productions, thank you, man. Good far point for life. Blue Jew, the underground game cat, elite name squad in the house, flame hat. Game Cat. Oh, he's no longer Song of the Flame Cat. Oh, my God. Uh, he's moved on uh, to bigger and better things. Yeah, well, there's not many bigger and better things than Song in the Smoke. Ain't that right? PS5 4K gameplay. Nihilist Ryan, the game feline. You keep it real, homie. Uh, Nick Mulo. I think, Nick Mulo, you will like Gravitational because you have really bad taste in games. Wow. Shades of Grey Matter. <laughs> Shots. Fired. <laughs> oh, what a great way to end the show. Time to play with game cats. It is time. That's right. I'm just kidding, Nick. Nick has great taste. He's got okay. He's got pretty good taste. I mean, he's like 50-50, man. Like that's, that's I mean, he, he's got like 150 platinum trophies. I think you get that gives you some uh, <laughs> some argument there. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess it gives him a little street cred, but only a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, Uncharted is a good game, though. Uncharted is a good game. Uncharted man. one, two, and three are. Four is a dumpster. Two, two fire. and three. Dumpster. Two and three are good. Oh come on, one's good, man. One's good. You just like the zombies. I do like the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like any of the game except for the ending, and you're like, it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Good night, everybody. We love you. See you on Discord. <laughs>